Well, hello. I want to welcome you to another edition of High on Healthy right here on CannabisRadio.com. I am joined by Janet Chi, and we are down in Miami coming to you from Wonderland. Janet, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for this opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's been an amazing event so far today. Um, we've had to dodge some of the rain. For the listeners that are tuned in right now, tell them what you do. Okay, so I'm the co-founder and CEO of Pure Minds Neuropharma. Pure Minds Neuropharma is a drug development company, and you know we have a pipeline of psychedelic and small molecule uh, clinical programs for the purpose of uh, treating neurological disorders. And on the side, we also have a Health Canada-approved drug license, a dealer's license for controlled substances that allow us to produce and sell and import and export psychedelic compounds globally. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You buried the lead. <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's like, uh, hello? Like, that's huge. You have a, wait, and did you call it a dealer's license? For controlled substances. <laughs> okay. So, That's amazing. So in a way, I joke about my, ourselves. We're a drug developer and a drug dealer. How, how okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just baffled and mystified, and I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. So you run cl- clinical trials. So obviously, you guys, you're intimately aware of plant medicines and psychedelics tell me how, how you guys got got into this like what what was the impetus to go i mean this is it, this is not a small project you're you're biting off Right. And it started from a personal and emotional level that I have friends and family died of ALS, Alzheimer's, and stroke. And you know, there is no cure for these diseases. And with small molecules, or, and I know there are antibodies right now, but and I believe, I strongly believe that psychedelics, with its new discoveries about neuro, neuroplasticity improvement, also all the in, and regulation of neuroinflammation, it is... A, you know, a beacon of hope for these patients, and and we actually we went to Health Canada to say we want to, um, you know, do these researches about psychedelics for neurological disorders, and they gave us a license that also allows us to do research and sell, and so which is wonderful. So that's I, how it started. I love you, Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> We we are quite ahead with the regulatory progressive. Yeah, we're regulatory. Our regulatory bodies are really very advanced in the landscape of yeah. putting together all the regulatory landscape. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so, does this license like this is all psychedelics? We have we have been approved for psilocybin, psilocin, MDMA, DMT, LSD, ketamine. And masculine. Masculine? Wow. Okay. I'm. Wow. Okay. So now you can study the effects on these neurological disorders, and then you can go set up shop and sell to like the Canadian public no. or internationally. 
not to not to no not to the Canadian public. Okay. Only right now we're only selling for clinical trials. Oh, okay, okay. So so your your dealer license would be you're selling to other people doing studies and trials. Correct, correct. I'm like, wow, that was like holy Moses. And let me readjust my mindset. Folks, come with me on this trip. It's okay. We'll make this happen. Okay, so so I've heard recently about like this is this is how progressive you Canadians are. A company that was doing research with respect to DMT uh, on stroke patients. What 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 was the genesis of the the question in the head that you had? I wonder what LSD would do for someone with this affliction. How, what was the genesis of that question? Because that's not, that's not, that's not your traditional, oh, Aunt Susie has, you know, this disease. Um, maybe I can go start her on this nootropic or this vitamin. No, you LSD, DMT, like the spirit molecule. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a. How did you get to that? Well, first of all, and um, we believe that psychedelics has the effect of improving neuroplasticity. And then neuroplasticity is something like when you're younger, your neuroplasticity is higher, and that's why younger people learn things fast, and if they get into diseases, they recover fast. And when we grow older, our plasticity you know, reduces, and then people get, takes longer to recover from any diseases, but also you know, it's harder for us to learn new things, right? All right, boomers, you heard it here. That's... The, the advice is take mushrooms when you get old. <laughs> is that, did, did I misinterpret that? Well, we, we're still waiting for the data. Okay, we're waiting on the data. Okay. Yeah, that's right. But and we also show, there are data also to show that psychedelics can not only improve neuroplasticity, it also regulates neuroinflammation, which is really the culprit for, you know, for a lot of uh, the dementia or neurodegenerative diseases and, or, or the killing of brain cells. And we also, you know, psychedelics can also increase the dendritic spine formation in the brain, you know, the synaptogenesis, and all these is to say there are multiple ways the psychedelic works to improve the brain function, and especially the cognitive function. And then what we're trying to do is to collect enough data to use it to treat diseases such as traumatic brain injuries, Alzheimer's, ALS, um, you know, chemo brain. People have chemotherapy and they have brain fog. And that right now there is no cure, but we believe psychedelic is the way to go. I I love that. Um, My mother-in-law passed with Alzheimer's. It was an eight-year battle. And I can wholeheartedly tell you I saw that journey from early onset to just the train wreck ravage that the disease was for her, not being able to put two words together to string a sentence, you know, coherent sentence together. And if I could have given my mother-in-law MDMA or LSD, or 
psilocybin for it to help her, I would have, that would have been the first thing on deck. Because to watch your loved one past the point of debilitation mentally. And, you know, I mean, you know, my, my mother-in-law, she was an author. She was a governor's advisor to, uh, uh, in Massachusetts for physical fitness. Like, she embodied health and wellness. She was a, an exercise physiologist, right? So, like, to watch what a disease like that does. So how, how far along are you on some of those trials? So Alzheimer's specifically is very, very complicated. And, you know, according to the scientists, and there are almost like 62 different disease, uh, disease pathologies that causes Alzheimer's. You know, if you find one target to work on Alzheimer's, you're only solving one sixty-six second of of the problem, right? So, you know, that's why you want something that can work in all different, um, you know, targets. And one of the things we're trying to do, and also I think we can champion it, is to use psychedelics to combine with you know, approved technology that is already proven by F- you know, proven and approved by FDA, and combine it so that your your you know the drug is actually working in different um, parts of the brain or different parts of the me- disease mechanism. So that will really increase your your probability of success you know in when we're t- dealing with psych, uh, you know clinical trials we're not just to say how long will it take right. and also how much of a risk you're taking right. Right? right and for a biotech company like us finding the low-hanging fruit that is de-risked in our pipeline so that it worked from multiple fronts is very very important it also helps the, the patients because then patients can expect something to come out that with more success yeah. you know you don't want to be trying all kinds of drugs and, and each one of them fail right? right and the big pharma has done a lot of that right. and it also there is a problem of having the you know you know in the preclinical models you use mice you can do all kinds of animals and because it's in the brain, um, the translational side of things is also very tricky because you can treat a lot of mice, but it might not translate into human right. trials. Right. So a lot of that has to happen in the right place in order for the drug to be successful. But we're, once, you know, we're doing studies in, in mice about using right. psychedelics with other proven technology so that it will progress it faster because in a sense uh, we are using a 505b2 pathways to progress it straight into phase 2a instead of still going through phase one that that itself can save you two years right right so that's our strategy wow i I, can i tell you i'm so fascinated by this you know having been touched by one of you know these horrible you know diseases as a family member knowing the that journey you know, uh, anything we can do to help shine a light on areas that can alleviate that trauma for both families and people who have their feet on that path, we're happy to be in that fight. Um, for those that are listening that want to learn more about what you guys are doing, where do they go? Oh, they can visit our website. It's pureminds with s.com pureminds.com or you can email me at my email address is janet at pureminds.com 
whatever you do, Canadians, consumers, don't email Janet and ask her for LSD. She's not <laughs> giving it to you. <laughs> Janet, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it for another episode of High Unhealthy right here on CannabisRadio.com. Coming to you from Wonderland, Miami. More to come, folks. Stay tuned.